Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the Coin Press Podcast. I'm Luke Willis. Today I am digging in to 2023. So right now it is the end of 2022 here in December. And I want to look ahead to Coinos in 2023. So if you're new to the Coin Press and uh, haven't listened to previous podcast episodes or read the newsletter, uh, let me introduce myself. Hi, I'm Luke, and I have been doing this since November of 2021. So um, I've been around in the Coinos community since about that time, and uh, this last year has been really phenomenal in terms of development for, for the Coinos community, and uh, and everything else going on in crypto is a, a bit of a dumpster fire. So it's nice to have a little bastion of uh, interesting work and interesting people where uh, we can really dig in and work on things that are very interesting um, and uh, really push the space forward. So let's talk about that. What What is going on? What What happened in 2021? Uh, well, for one, Obviously, the uh, the FTX scandal with Sam Bankman-Fried, who is now behind bars, is uh, really a, a bad look for crypto, um, and the the public perception of blockchain is just that it is rife with scams. Um, the reality is that the the points where there is centralization, uh, that is where the failure really comes in. Crypto and blockchain have a ux problem where individuals have to take serious personal responsibility and be very careful with their keys and their information security and all of these things but in terms of like failings of the system the blockchain itself um bitcoin ethereum um other serious decentralized projects like coinos have not had failings and I believe will continue to add serious value to the world, regardless of what's happening at our centralized entry points with centralized exchanges and um, and all of the things surrounding blockchain. So Coinos, being a new blockchain, uh, launched November 5th of 2021. So it's been live on mainnet for... Uh, right about 40 days right now, so a month and month and a bit. And uh, this first month has been really phenomenal. Um, the the community has rallied to the building and making interesting things. Um, myself, I built burncoin.com with my co-founder uh, Kui He. And so he and I have been operating that since launch day. So that's been going really well. Uh, we recently locked down the smart contract so it's no longer upgradable and uh, we have no access to user funds it is completely decentralized it, it just a solid smart contract running on the coinos network um, and so having a a burn pool which is what burn coin is where anybody can deposit their coin and participate in governance of the blockchain, yield through block production, mining, um, that is, that's a very powerful tool and the, the community has responded very well to having that. Um, there's currently another pool or a pool launching framework in the works from another developer in the community 
and uh, we're excited to see more competition on this front and more individual solo developers contributing to decentralization of the space. Right now, Burncoin represents, I want to say, about 25% of, uh, of all VHP on Coinos. Um, so that means that we're producing roughly 25% of all blocks. And uh, the, the, the power of that is that the people who are depositing their coin or their VHP they're able to participate in yield, but they don't have to run their own node. But at the same time, they ha they keep us in check because if we use that power uh, inappropriately in any way, then anybody can withdraw their tokens immediately uh, and there's nothing we can do about it. So the uh, if, if there's a governance vote and we're trying to push through something that uh, the community doesn't want, uh, it's very easy and, and immediate to, to pull your, uh, your deposits and make it so that we have no power. So, um, and, and obviously this is blockchain, so all the data and everything that we're doing is publicly available on uh, coinosblocks.com and coiner.app, and uh, we're really just uh, along for the ride in terms of how much power the community uh, wants to lend us and how much faith they they have in us um, but yeah it's uh it's been a lot of fun operating this and uh, getting great feedback from the community and really appreciate the support of everybody who has deposited and um, who believes in the project so so burn coin is one thing that we've been doing this year uh, the other thing I recently launched an nft collection um that was actually deployed to coinos mainnet on day one um and i minted the the first token in that collection on day one uh, but then it was mm, about a week ago now where uh, i actually opened that up to the public for minting and so the uh, the 50 tokens that uh, were in the collection were uh minted out so in 24 hours a little bit over that uh they were all bought out at 500 coin a pop so uh again really appreciate the community and the support there um this has been just so much fun being part of the coinos community and uh, building on coinos and really pushing new projects out and pushing the the boundaries of what should ux the, the experience for users look like on blockchain compared with the kind of the status quo and what you see on ethereum and what you see on all these other chains because coinos it's all about accessibility so while a uh, a low volume nft collection doesn't really represent accessibility uh, it's more about getting uh, early adopters of the chain an opportunity to use it and do something and collect something that is scarce um, and benefit from that in terms of getting more access to my time and um, my information and, and what I'm building and all that. Um, it, it's still cool to play with the experience and see what I can do in terms of uh, lending my mana to people so that they can mint NFTs for free without holding any tokens, no coin, uh, in their wallet. So it's, it'd be equivalent if you were to go back in time on Ethereum and launch CryptoPunks, 
uh, with you know a free mint and then there was no gas on top of that so that people who didn't hold any ETH and didn't know anything about blockchain could come in and grab a CryptoPunk. Like that's the level of experience we're talking about. It's just a matter of setting up a wallet uh, and then using the application. So uh, just very similar to uh, kind of the Web2 experience of setting up an account. And so there's more and more opportunity there. And I think that we'll see wallet innovation as well um, for people to you know more closely just have like a simple login type experience and then uh, opportunities to tighten up security once they've used the chain and, and care about it more but um anyway point is that coinos has been cooking along there's a lot of other developers that are working on things coin dx shout out there um coiner coinos blocks uh fagata condor um, my Coinos wallet, there, there's a ton of things that are happening and it's awesome to see. Um, so yeah, I'm just really excited to be part of this community as we're in this hectic and fun time of, uh, of building. Um, one thing that paid off recently, the, uh, the Coinos token coin was listed on the centralized exchange MEXC. So, um, this is a smaller uh, centralized exchange, but uh, it's good to see trading of the token again. Uh, and right now, for uh, historical purposes, it's trading at about 36 cents. So uh, a little bit lower than actually coin was before the snapshot, before the mainnet launch. Um, it's been fluctuating around that point, going up to 50, 60 cents down. I don't think we got quite to 20 cents, 25 cents maybe. Um, but yeah, just in the early days here of, of trading, it's uh, it's fun to see that happening again. Um, there's not a lot of people selling, so the a lot of the buy limits are kind of just below where we are, but uh, any sizable sell limits are quite a bit higher <laughs> from where we are. There's a little bit of 50 cents, there's a little bit at a dollar, um, but most people are, are seeing the, the prices and they're happy to hold on to their coin and just wait it out because, you know, there's more interesting things to do with your with your coin. You can participate in block production and earn a yield. Um, eventually, you'll be able to use more and more interesting dApps and use your mana for those things. Um, and on that front, uh, I did want to say that... Uh, you know the, the point of of this episode and what i want to talk about today is my my predictions for 2023 my plans for 2023 and what opportunities i see so now that we have a lot of the kind of background and reflection on 2022 out of the way um let's jump in to to 2023 so for starters um Kui and i are going to continue to run burncoin and um, for people who bought the, the NFT, we're going to have more opportunities to interact and, uh, you know, follow along with what we're building in the coming year uh, in a slightly private, tight-knit community. Um, but the the bulk of what we're doing is going to be out in the open, right? Because that's the, the ethos of blockchain. We want to be open and, and transparent with what we're building and, and how we're building it and share what we're learning and bring people along for the journey and if there's any other developers out there who can learn from what we're doing 
um, or, or businesses who want to think about their business models and, and take ideas from what we've come up with, then by all means, we'd love to talk to you. So our, our next project beyond BurnCoin is called CAP, uh, K-A-P, which stands for Coinos Account Protocol. Um, and if you're familiar, this is a lot like ENS or Unstoppable Domains from Ethereum, where uh, you can mint an NFT with your name on it or whatever name you want on it. Um, so it's a lot like buying a .com domain uh, in, in the DNS space. So I own LukeWillis.com and TheCoinPress.com. <clears throat> and so uh, if you want to own your identity on the blockchain, um, some chains have like a username system built in, uh, but that creates kind of some weird uh, costs to create accounts where you can't just use any address where so that was kind of a, an innovation that was from the Bitcoin days just the ability to spin up any address off chain and because you hold the private keys you have a full a fully baked address without ever actually interacting with the chain and that's a great feature because it allows you to scale infinitely how many accounts you can have um, and then only need to actually put data on chain when it's time to interact with the blockchain. Um, but then, you know, other chains, Steam, Hive, uh, EOS, Proton, they have kind of this gated barrier where you have to consume blockchain resources just to get an account to assign a name. So Coinos did away with that and uh, went back to the, the concept of just using an address for free. And that was really smart, but that doesn't mean there's not demand for usernames, right? So CAP is meant to to fill that gap. Uh, we want to give people the ability to mint their name and own that and, uh, you know, have easier ways to resolve um, sending tokens to people or registering uh, addresses of contracts or verifying that the NFT collection that you're looking at is the right one um, or any number of things. You know, having a name assigned to the address gives you a very clear, very visual way to say, oh yeah, this is the right one. Um, you know, I think about like phone numbers and street addresses if it's a if it's a random string of numbers and letters that's 40 characters long and mixes uppercase and lowercase you're not going to memorize all that you might check like the first four or five characters um but you know things slip through the cracks <laughs> it's uh it's pretty easy to miss the uh the fact that you know somebody mined an address very close to yours and so you're sending uh, you think you're sending your tokens to the right address, but if you're not actually comparing it character by character, you don't notice that it's wrong. So having the ability to just type in, you know, Luke.coin as the the address or the identifier of the account you want to send coins to, um, that is a very it's a much better experience. So when we're talking about accessibility of blockchain, that's why we think that Cap is uh, an important feature set to have you know having names allows you to identify other people and your own other accounts much more easily um and then we'll we'll be publishing a, a white paper and, and getting into a lot more detail publicly about what we're doing 
But one of the things that we really care about and why we're not just calling this KNS, Quinos name service, uh, is because CAP, Quinos account protocol, is much more about accounts than it is about names. And a name is great, you know, it's Luke.coin, it's my identity and it maps to this address. But uh, ENS on Ethereum has all these other features, like you can add other accounts, uh, you can put in your social links, you can add an avatar, you can do all these different things that are more social oriented and kind of more account concepts. But every one of them costs uh, gas to use. So you, you bought this thing and now you got to pay an extra couple bucks just to fill out some data uh, on your, your account. And that's not a great experience. So the, the vast majority of ENS names uh, don't have it, hardly any of that information filled out. Um, but on Coinos, the, the availability of mana and the fact that it recharges and doesn't actually cost you any money means that we can have an experience that really leans into the account nature of your identity and not just the name itself. So uh, we're building a protocol that really hones in on that and also gives you a way to use mana even if you don't have coin. So more on that in coming weeks and months. Um, in addition to that, I don't know uh, exactly how long it's going to take to to build CAP, uh, but you know beyond its launch, we're going to be assisting uh, the, the DAO that governs CAP in its early phases. We're going to be participating and contributing there for the long term. Uh, but at some point, I'll probably free up some time in terms of availability to work on additional projects. Uh, I mean, Coinos has so much opportunity right now, we kind of have to spread ourselves out and uh, lend <laughs> our abilities and, and experience where it makes sense, right? So if we were to just focus on CAP, that would require that we're in a position where a ton of other developers are pouring in and really adding a lot of value, which would be awesome. And I hope that we get more and more of that building up. Uh, but I'm expecting that Kui and I will uh, probably be assisting other teams or, or building additional projects or, or something like that within 2023. But again, a lot of things are, are up in the air beyond cap. That's, that's our number one focus going into the new year. Um, so yeah, that's where a lot of the, the development effort is going. Uh, I'm also going to continue writing and, and podcasting, um, probably continue experimenting with YouTube. So uh, you'll, you'll see more content from both myself and, and Kui in the coming year. Um, okay, so those are our plans. Now, as far as predictions go, uh, I did say that the, the coin price right now is around 36 cents. Um, I think that's a, a fairly low showing um, for, for the initial launch. And uh, as more and more people learn about Coinos and more and more people see the dApps that are being developed and uh, use the blockchain, I'm expecting that we'll see some pretty decent pumps. And uh, sure, a lot of people within the community who've maybe been here for a while and aren't super interested in Coinos, uh, they'll, they'll sell some or all of their tokens to be sure. But that just means that we'll be able to bring in more people at uh, low prices and 
have coin in the hands that are actually going to use it for fueling dApps and doing interesting things on the chain. So all that to say, I think that in the the first months, um, well, maybe first half of the year, we should see a, a pump and, and stick around above the, the $1 mark. I think that that's pretty likely. Um, this is not financial advice, by the way. <laughs> These are just my, my feelings on the matter um, based on you know, I'm, pull, I'm pulling these numbers out of, out of thin air here. So if if you disagree or if you have differences of opinion, more than happy to entertain that. You can always DM me on Telegram or Discord. Um, but yeah, I'm very open about my, my expectations and predictions. But uh, keep in mind that this is just me looking into the crystal ball here. It doesn't actually mean that this is for sure going to happen. So price going above a dollar in uh in the early parts of the year i think is a a pretty safe assumption but it does require a lot of things to happen you know we need to see more dApps launch coin dx is coming we don't have a date for that yet but it is currently running on testnet being tested being developed further um, cap is coming i'm hoping that we get that out in the first half of the year i don't really know uh the full depth and scope of that yet, but um, I'm hopeful that we'll be able to get that uh, going and launched earlier than later. Um, but really what we need in order to see that come true is a some dApps that really appeal to non-blockchain users. So grabbing your name, your identity on chain is cool, uh, but beyond that, um, having the ability to, you know, play a game on chain or do something else that doesn't require tokens, mint an NFT, perhaps grab, I don't know, there's any number of things. I'll get into more of the opportunities that I see, but having dApps that appeal to non-blockchain users and bring in a wealth of new users to blockchain, not just Coinos, but to blockchain on, a, on the whole will be very good for the space. And I think that that's the power of Coinos. So beyond um, that first kind of hit of a dApp that really takes off in, uh, in the public's eye and gets more attention from people outside of blockchain, that's gonna draw in more developers because they'll see, well, how is Coinos doing this? How are they getting more, uh, more users than these other chains that uh, have been around longer and have done all these things right and have such great tech. Coinos, this is where it shines. So having those hits and, and some virality built in, that's where we'll start to see the flywheel really take off. More users attracts more developers, more developers creates buy pressure on coin, uh, more buy pressure on coin, draws in more investors. You know, it, it's a very virtuous cycle of um, value creation and uh, it'll all kind of key itself up to the point where Coinos is going to be a very valuable um, network for people because they'll they'll get it. They'll, but people need examples to get it, right? You have to see a, uh, a blockchain that really attracts users before you can, uh, you can 
just read a white paper and uh, and grasp it for yourself. So that's why we're here. That's why we're building. Um, we want to contribute those examples that really attract people and uh, really kick off that flywheel. Um, so yeah, the, the by the time we get that first hit, I think that we'll go beyond that dollar mark. Um, I'm hopeful that we have a really good example that draws in a significant number of users uh, in 2023. And I think that if that happens and things take off and, and we are able to demonstrate the power of Coinos, um, I would not be surprised if we exceed the $5 mark, which would put us in the, the top 100 uh, cryptocurrencies by market cap. So I think that that would be a, a very plausible uh, range for the coin price in the next year. Um, but like I said, a lot of things have to happen. So uh, we'll see what 2023 holds, but I'm hopeful, yes, for price. But more than that, I'm just excited to be building and seeing what everybody's coming up with because there's a lot of really great energy and, and vibes going around for people that are building cool things and, and just excited to be here and, and contributing to this space. So if you are somebody who maybe you're kind of businessy in your focus, you, you want to build something that's a company on Coinos, or maybe you're a developer and you're looking for uh, opportunities to lend your skills, um, there's a ton of opportunity on Coinos. Uh, one of the things that I'm personally excited about uh, as I launched the, the 50 NFTs earlier, uh, like a week ago, um, I think that an NFT marketplace is going to be big on Coinos. So whether that's an existing marketplace, um, you know, porting or adding Coinos as one of their chain options, uh, or a new, like completely brand new exchange coming in and building on Coinos from scratch, having an NFT marketplace, I think will enable a lot of very interesting developments on Coinos. Because like I was saying with my example of free to mint and no gas CryptoPunks, that's the kind of experience that can be offered very easily and very cheaply on Coinos uh, that will attract people who are in the blockchain space, or at least people who maybe have been interested, but never wanted to put up the money for ETH and you know looked at the transaction prices and said, oh, no, it's that's not very interesting at that price. Um, so having, say, a, a 10,000 uh, profile picture collection where you can mint for free and you know, experiment with creative monetization, things like royalties, things like you know, exclusive merch just for NFT holders or private events or you know, there's any number of things that you can do on or off chain um, to monetize your your collection that don't involve um, just straight up selling the tokens so those are the kinds of nft collections that i really want to see built on coinos and as we get more and more collections like that i think that we'll really see an nft marketplace on coinos take off because you'll have people who bought or you know, minted for free their their NFT, and they want to flip it, or they want to, you know, do whatever. <laughs> so, an NFT marketplace is going to be important. Uh, beyond like art on NFTs, 
I think that games are really where uh, Coinos is going to be very effective as the blockchain backend for games. <clears throat> um, because games are not expected to be uh, a type of application where you're paying for everything you're doing, right? Finance is one thing. You know, if you're making a transaction, you expect there to be some fees. If you're depositing into a DeFi protocol and expecting some yield, or you're taking a flash loan, or any number of these other things, Ethereum gas fees are fine. They're not great, but you can work around it because it's all just a matter of profit and loss. You, you just have to balance that over time so that you're profitable on the whole. Games, not like that. <laughs> you're not playing a game, or at least you shouldn't be playing a game just to make money. That That's not a fun game. That's a job. <laughs> so I think that having games built on Coinos that are free to play, where yeah, you can earn some NFTs or some tokens or whatever, and potentially sell those for a profit. But the emphasis is on just great gameplay and cool game mechanics. Uh, and having it be accessible where anybody can come in and play the game uh, for free, that's going to be a big deal. So I'm really excited for games on Coinos. I think that if you have an idea for a game or you just like games, you have a lot of experience there and you want to try your hand at it, there's a ton of opportunity there. Um, the, a lot of this just comes down to, you know, when you're building on Coinos, you want to think about accessibility for mass adoption. So having, you know, a cap on how many scarce, uh, you know, whatever it is, say you're building a first-person shooter, um, guns that you can buy, right? If there's only 10,000 of these and there's so many that are rare and powerful or whatever, that's fine, that might be cool, but it's not accessible to mass adoption. You know, it, it, There's a limit to how much people can come in and, uh, and participate. It requires investment to really be competitive at that level. Um, so having games where anybody can come in and mint an NFT for free, and you know maybe it's not the most powerful, uh, but they have a chance of it being powerful. So rather than creating scarcity in like the absolute maximum number of whatever it is that you can be created, uh, create scarcity through the rarity factor, and uh, you know allow people to progress through the stages of skill and collection but don't make it so that there's like an absolute max ceiling because all the good stuff's already taken and there's no way you're going to get it unless you have a million dollars that's not a great design and it doesn't lend itself well to mass adoption so i want to see games that really get this and focus on accessibility for people um, but again like these are the kinds of dApps that are really powerful for bringing in new people uh, the people who are already using blockchain and building on blockchain they have their favorite chain um, they they might be looking for more alt l1s and c coinos and think it's interesting and want to try it out but that doesn't mean they're going to buy a token that doesn't mean that they're going to really excuse me use the chain uh, because they've already got all of their their stock already invested in Polygon or Avalanche or Solana or whatever. And so they're not just going to jump ship 
unless there's a really compelling case. And that case comes from seeing examples of where it was very successful, dApps that have been built as games, as NFT collections, marketplaces, the decks, uh, cap, that demonstrate the power of this ecosystem for free use for non-technical people who don't even understand initially that what they're doing is on the blockchain. They're just using a cool app or mobile app or, or website or whatever. And yeah, their data is on the blockchain. And that is really cool. That's the power of Coinos. And that's why I believe in the, the future price of Coinos because it breaks the model of everything we've seen you know we talk a lot about how technology alone is not enough to bring the price of the token up and that's true there has to be marketing there has to be uh, adoption but when we talk about adoption with coinos the equation is different and that's why i'm very excited about dApps on coinos and that's why i'm here in building so that's my take on 2023 and, and a little bit beyond. Um, if you're looking for opportunities, gave some examples there. Uh, if you're considering buying the token, um, I do think that now is a good time, but you know you have to have a long enough outlook and uh, be willing to take a risk. You know, don't don't bet more than you can afford to lose because, as with everything in crypto, <laughs> there's a, there's always a risk, right? So. Uh, do your own research, read the white paper, feel free to hit me up if you have questions, but don't just trust me. Don't take my word for it. Don't take anybody else's word for it. Um, yeah, so appreciate your time. Glad that we could have this talk today, uh, even though it's just me talking into a mic. But uh, that's about all the time I have for today. If, uh, if you want to get a hold of me and ask any questions... My name is Luke Willis. I'm on Twitter at Luke M. Willis. Uh, this is the Coin Press Podcast, and that is all the time for today. Have a good one, everybody. Happy 2023.